Everybody like to do a shout out to our sponsor, Dogs. Yes, dogs. If you're looking for top security, forget the rest and get the best. Get yourself a dog. Hi, this is 5050, real estate podcast for the common man, where we talk about selling, buying, and investing in real estate. We aren't baffling you with BS. We're dazzling you with brilliance. We're not telling you how to become a millionaire. We are telling you stories, the truth, and the information no one is talking about. So sit back, listen, laugh, and enjoy 5050, real estate podcast for the common man. Hey everybody, JD here. Hope you're looking good, feeling fine. Hope you had a great week with friends, neighbors, relatives, and acquaintances. We're going to be discussing in depth now one of the things that I see in, well, I would say the past year, since January. It's deception, it's deceit, it's lies, it's just, I guess, the real estate community is just trying to survive because interest rates have raised so dramatically. And it's just, we're going to go over uh, in depth why it's kind of a bad time to sell, but we're going to go into depth why it's a bad time to buy. You know, you hear a lot, don't buy, it's a terrible time to buy, the housing market's going to go down, blah, 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 blah. But they don't go in depth on why it's a bad time to sell. Uh, buy a home. So I'm going to go in depth, line by line, on why it's a terrible time to buy. So you're not getting involved into the big lie, the what builders and real estate agents are telling you just to make a commission. Now, I list a lot of the homes. And, uh, you know, it's kind of semi-retired now, so I'm not hustling like I used to. But when I list homes, I think the biggest mistake that I see on real estate agents is they don't care about the seller or the buyer. They just care about the commission. And, uh, you know, I that, that you know, there's always a unique few people that really you know, have good ethics, they really care about their uh, um, clients and so on. But I would say a good 80% are just in it for the buck. And the other 30%, uh, well, the other 20% are just, uh, you know, in it because they really enjoy it. They, they're not in it for the money. They just really want to help people. Uh, so let's let's look at the 80% that really make it terrible for the real estate industry. As we go into uh, the market right now, interest rates went from about oh, 3% to 7%. That's a huge jump. And it has slowed down a lot of the real estate market now, but a lot of times you don't hear that. A real estate agent or a builder is not going to say, don't buy a home now uh, or don't sell your home because they'd be out of a job. 
um, you know, they go broke. Uh, they begin the unemployment line. So they create these lies. They, they, they manipulate. They fake news. Uh, they change the data to support what they want um, you to believe. So here's a good example. Let's say a home uh, at the beginning of the year was listed at uh, 500000 And that home just didn't sell. So let's say three months go by and it just isn't selling. So what the uh, seller decides to do is let's lower the price 25000 so they lower the tw price twenty five thousand, and now they have it listed for four hundred seventy five thousand, but the home is still seventy five thousand dollars overpriced. So what a lot of the market and the real estate agents say is, "Wow, buyer, this is the best time to buy." You know, the house went down they just lowered the price twenty five thousand so you'll be able to save twenty five thousand dollars and wow uh it's a you won't have to bid the price up uh like everybody was doing the past few years you won't have bidding more wars this is a great time so you think wow yeah you know we tried it to buy a home the past couple of years and it's just been a total circus yeah you know this this is i guess you're right this should be uh a good time to buy so people buy homes and then they you know within a short time like whether they say 80 percent of the people that bought homes the past three years regret buying them and they say that they were forced into purchasing a home i don't think that's true i don't think people force you into uh, you know purchasing a home they don't put a gun in your head and say sign the contract uh, I just think it was the fear of loss well if we don't buy a home we're going to be uh, renting for the you know the next 10 15 years so they use that they're like oh you know if you rent you're throwing your money away you better buy now interest rates the lowest i've ever been blah 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 and people bought it well what's happening now is almost the same thing wow interest rates went high but you know they lowered that price twenty five thirty thousand dollars and uh so now you're not paying you know what uh, people paid last year for you're paying twenty or thirty forty thousand dollars less well like I said, the house is still $75,000 overpriced. And when I go out and list homes, I really look at the seller. A lot of people, they just list a home. They don't care what happens to that seller. They move on. And what happens if that seller can't qualify uh, for another home? Maybe they had a bankruptcy, a loss of job, bad credit, a divorce, something like that. And they sell their home and then they can't qualify for another home and now they're left out in the streets. This happens a lot. So I was taught when I began real estate from a really one of my the best brokers I've ever had in my uh, life that before you put a home on the market, 
get the sellers into a lender. Make sure financially they can purchase another home. Um, because if they can't, then um, you don't sell their home. If they can, now you know, great, we can sell their home and move up. But a lot of people don't. They just sell their home and they they don't care what happens to the buyer. Even when the buyer says, you know, I'm moving out of state and the listing agent says, well, great, I'm, I'm not going to make another commission if I sell this home. They're moving out of state, so I'm not going to make a, uh, a commission uh, when they go out and buy another home, so I don't care. What happens they move to another state and then they can't uh, qualify? Now they're, you know, stuck. They're renting. Uh, they feel betrayed and so on and so forth. So I always say to people, if you're listening to this, if you uh, we're going to cover a lot about the buy, but if you're a seller, before you list your home, get not uh, pre-approved. That's worthless. I mean, anybody could call a lender and say, hey, look, and I make a million dollars a year, I have a million dollars in the bank, and I'm debt-free, and uh, I sell pizzas for a living, and I do really, really well. And they go, oh, great, okay. And they, you know, run up, uh, you know, a credit report. And they go, wow, you have, you know, 750 FICO scores. You're really great. Uh, they don't know your income or debt or everything else has happened. So they say, yeah, you know, you can qualify for a million-dollar home. And then you go out and you find you can't qualify for a home any more than what you have. And now you're stuck. And that's where a lot of times when I list a home and realtors, if you're out there, go through a settlement sheet. Show the seller, we're going to list your home here. Here's the buy cost. Here's the title insurance. Here's the taxes you have to pay. Here's the insurance. Here's the real estate costs. And here's what you're going to walk out with once everything is done and said. But a lot of times people go, wow, that's great. Oh, man, I'm making three hundred thousand dollars profit whoa let's list a home but then they want to move up into a bigger home and they're going to put that money down or they think wow you know i'm going to pay off my a few of my cars and put the rest down and then they realize when they go to a mortgage company they can't qualify for any more than the home that they just sold so that's kind of what's happening and why you don't get a lot of inventory now. It's not that people don't want to sell their home. is that the housing prices went up so fast, so quick that they can't afford any more of a home that they have. And if they refinanced, they aren't going to give away a 3% loan and go to 7% because that just lowers their buying power. So... What I'm saying is if if they like refinanced at at six hundred thousand, I'm just using numbers here, and at three percent and now they want to buy a home and they refinance at six percent, now interest rates went up, they might go, Wow, uh we can't qualify, you know, we qualified for six hundred thousand, now the interest rates are up, we can't qualify for more than four hundred thousand now. So they're stuck and that's why I always say if you're selling your home, don't listen to your real estate agent. Please don't. Uh unless the real estate agent says, Before we list your home, let's get you with a lender. Don't get 
pre-approved, like I said, it's worthless because you can say, hey, I make a million dollars and I own a pizza place and make millions of dollars and they say, great, you can afford a million dollar home, home gone, fine one. You want to get formally approved. You want them to see your taxes, your W-4s and W-2s and everything and send that into an underwriter and then when the underwriter says, yeah, all they need to do is find a house and um, we'll go with an appraisal and inspection and so on. Then list their home because then you'll, you know, unless something dramatic happens, like they lose the job two days before you close, which then you feel good about I'm selling their home, they're moving into another home, everything is great. Uh, but that's kind of not what's happening now, is just, just selling homes and they don't really care what's going on. And then, you know, I think this fall, uh, you're going to see a dramatic decrease in prices. Because sellers, are, you know, they get like, wow, spring and summer, that's the hottest market. And people buy in this market. And wow, great. And now after three months, nobody's bought their home and they're going in the winter. And they're like, we got to be out of here. Um, and now you're going to see dramatic uh, price drops. Uh, going into the fall and in the winter, I think. Uh, you know, nobody really knows and so on. But I'm going to cover a little bit on what the lies and how uh, it is just, you're going to see a lot of foreclosures coming up of people who bought in the past three years. It's because they were... Uh, persuaded into purchasing a home overpriced they couldn't afford it and they like i said after um you know after three years a lot of people uh, people who bought homes they're regretting it they and they're buried in it they're upside down because if you bought a home for 500 and now it's only you know everybody's selling them for five uh, four fifty you got $50,000 negative equity. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just show you when I, you know, I'm, I'm telling buyers who are coming to me, don't rent, rent for you, rent for two years. And, and the first thing that they're in shock because they say, what do you mean rent? We, you know, nobody's told us this. You don't make money on renting. You know, you don't make money on renting. You just throw your money away. Why should we rent? And, you know, as a real estate agent, so many real estate agents will use this to make buyers look really stupid. Like, well, if you rent, you're an idiot. Uh, you know, why would you be renting when you could be buying? And they say, oh, well, you know, everybody has said, this is like the best time to buy uh, because you are, we're losing equity. Look at all the equity that we've lost. If we would have bought a home two years ago, the home prices would have went up and we would have had $200,000 worth of equity. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, and that's where the deceit and the lies are. Because if you had to replace your home, you're just paying $200,000 uh, more to replace the home in half. So where's the equity? Unless you move out of state into a cheaper area, 
then it might benefit you. But it, a lot of people don't do that unless you get transferred or, you know, if they're in the military, they, you know, move out of state because they're, they're uh, transferred somewhere else. But if you're just a typical person, um, you know, they use this, oh, you, you know, if you would have bought two years ago, you would have made $200,000. No, you would have just... <laughs> To replace the house, it just cost you $200,000 more. So where's the equity? I mean, it's such a lie, and I've seen it so much in real estate and so on and so forth. So like I said, if you're a home seller, just wait it out. And if you're a renter, let's, let's go on the renting. Another big, big lie. People think if you buy a home, every payment you pay on your home... Uh, wow, that just comes off your mortgage. No, no, that's another huge lie. For the first about 10 years of a 30-year mortgage, all you're doing is paying interest. You're not paying, you're not buying the mortgage down. You're not lowering your mortgage. You're just paying on interest. So if you are out renting a, a property, you don't have, uh, you know, property taxes, maintenance, the water heater blows up, furnace, I got to paint the house, fix the screens, fix the sprinklers, all the water, um, the uh, water faucets leaking, that's all on the landlord. But when you own a home, you have to pay all that, plus you're paying interest for 10 years. So in 10 years, you probably owe just as much as you paid for it 10 years ago. So if you rented, in 10 years, you would have uh, paid on that you know, rent. But the mortgage you would have paid in 10 years, uh, uh, you would have paid um, and the like I said, the principal on your loan would pretty much be the same of what you had ten years ago. So this thing about oh renting, oh you're losing money, you're pretty much just paying the interest on a loan for ten years too. You're you're just giving all the money in the, uh, to the bank, and banks love that. That's this con. Banks make tons of money loaning money lending money so they're not going to tell you you should rent you should rent you should rent that's saying you should buy you should buy you should buy because they don't make money when you rent they make money when you get loans uh so the banks are you know telling people these big huge lies so like i said it's 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 just deceiving it's just uh, unethical and like i said when you're selling your home make sure that you know exactly what you qualify when you move up and that uh, is it even worth moving up or like i said you can be stuck selling your home and then finding out you can't buy any more home than what you sold and you just wasted everybody's time and now you have to go look at a replacement home that's probably a lot worse shape than what you sold and you're paying the same amount than what you sold your home worth for so it's totally uh, a waste of time and deception but real estate agents the, the real estate markets oh yeah it's a great time to buy and sell but, you know like I said that's where they make their money so we'll 
going to show you why it's such a terrible time to buy. Terrible time to buy and why you're going to see a ton of foreclosures coming up because real estate agents don't show you this. And you know, you just think, oh, well, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing great renting and I'm making a great income. Uh, you know, I'm ready to buy. Uh, no, a lot of people when they buy, and that's why 80% of the people the past three or four years regret buying. So we're going to cover this. Get a pencil and a piece of paper and get some coffee because if you're selling your home or you're thinking about buying, we're going to go over the deception, the lies, the cheat, this the scum that try to convince you to purchase a home. Um, like I said, I don't know if you've seen... Um, Oh, the Wizard of Oz, where it's like, I am the big Wizard of Oz. And it's this big, huge head that shows up. And then all of a sudden, Toto uh, gets the curtain and pulls it. And there's this little guy behind it controlling everything. And he, please disregard the man behind the curtain. That's pretty much what we're going to reveal now. The man behind the curtain we're going to talk about. So hopefully you got your pencil and your piece of paper and your cup of coffee because here's what we're going to go through. Let's say right now you're selling your home or you're buying a home and you want to purchase a home right now. And we're just going to use like realistic numbers. I mean, you know, we could go higher prices, we can go lower prices, but we're just going to use these numbers. Let's say you want to buy a $450,000 home. And we're not going to put 20%, 30%, 50% down. We're just going to say, we're just going to put the minimum FHA requirement down. And I think it's like 3.5%. Uh, but we're going to just say, five percent down uh so you're gonna have to come up if you go three and a quarter percent three and a half percent you're gonna have to come up with fifteen thousand five hundred dollars so that gives you a loan of four hundred and thirty four uh dollars and uh and like four hundred and thirty four thousand two hundred dollars now you got about two percent in closing costs so now you're gonna have to come up with eight thousand six hundred and eighty five dollars so if you get your down payment and you get your closing costs you're gonna have to come up with twenty two thousand five hundred dollars just to get a small down payment FHA but here's where they kind of hose you and is because now you have a loan of 434,250 but you have a mortgage insurance premium a one time mortgage insurance premium of 1.75 now you can finance that into the loan so let's say majority of people they finance that into the loan and that's 700 seven thousand three hundred and eighty two dollars so now that gives you a loan of four hundred and forty thousand dollars okay 
But remember, you put $15,000 down on a home, but your MIP and uh, came up and so on. So now you really only have, like you put $10,000 down. So now you have a $440,000 loan. Now you have a monthly mortgage insurance of 0 0.50 over the year. So take four hundred and forty thousand dollars times it by zero point five zero divide it over twelve and that now increases your monthly payments a hundred and eighty four dollars okay got that so now let's say your interest rates about seven percent um, you know they go up and go down but today's market seven percent so your house payment is going to be $2,916. Okay, that's principal and interest. But you've got insurance. So let's say you got $400 a month for insurance. Then you have taxes. So you have another 200 and let's say $50 in taxes a month. Then you got to have utilities, water, sewage, you know, heat and so on, electric. Let's say that's another $300 a month. And then you got maintenance, you know, sprinkler goes out, water heater goes out, leaky pipe, leaky that. And you have to call a plumber unless you're really handy and they're going to be paying because almost every month you buy a home. Um, you, something's going to go wrong. A toilet goes over, and you have need a new toilet plunger, or you, you know, a leak here, sprinkler breaks off, uh, window screen rips, um, you know, you name it, something happens. But we're not going to cover just the month-to-month routine maintenance. We're just going to say your house is maintenance-free. Nothing ever breaks down. So now... If you add all that up, you come up with a payment of $3,866 a month. Okay, you heard me right. $3,866 a month. So that is $46,300 hundred and ninety two dollars a year just to live in a home okay you got that now let's say wow you're making a good income right you're making a really good income and so on let's see <clears throat> total household income realistically I mean you know some people make in the hundreds thousands but we're just getting an average family living in an average home with an average job you know maybe a little above average i'm not saying you're working at mcdonald's for 13 14 dollars an hour but you have kind of good decent jobs let's say you make ninety two thousand five hundred dollars a year household gross income remember you don't get all that you have to pay federal in income tax so out of that is thirteen thousand dollars then depending on what state you have because some states you don't have to pay taxes some pay states you do 
But let's say your state has regular state tax. You have to pay another $4,751. Then you have Social Security tax. You have to pay probably $5,504. Then you got Medicare. You got $1,334 in Medicare. And then maybe disability. Uh, you got $31.20. Then maybe family leave insurance. Uh, you got to pay $424 a year. So all together, just in taxes uh, from $92,500 household income, you have to pay $25,000. $252 in taxes, right? Now, that now leaves you a net income of $66,748. That's after taxes, so everything's paid. But remember, your house payment is $46,000. So now you pay your house payment. That now gives you $20,356 to live on for the whole year. And if you divide that, that gives you $1,996 a month to live on. Remember, we didn't, if you have kids, car insurance, gas, food, um, clothing, repairs, uh, vacations, uh, just incidentals that come up. You're broke. You're house poor. You live in paycheck to paycheck just to own a home. And that's on a $92,500 income. And like I said, you get these people who purchase homes, they don't lay all this out, and then they buy a home and they go, why don't we have any money? Why are we broke? Why were we better off when we were renting and had more disposable money and now we're just you know, stuck in our home? We can't go out, we can't go on vacation, we can't enjoy our life. We're just stuck in our house here. And uh, boy, why aren't we you know, really happy living in a home because you're house poor. And like I said, a lot of people don't say this and they don't lay it out for you. If you're selling or buying a home, realtors, real estate agents, they just want to sell you a home. They want you to just buy a home so they can make their money so that they can live. So the whole thing nowadays of, oh, you know, the market's getting a little better. You know, the prices are going down a little bit more. You know, it could be better to buy because if interest rates go down, there's going to be a flood of people. And the houses are just going to go back up. And boy, you're not going to be able to afford it. Like I said, you know, forget what people are telling you when you're ready to buy you buy. It's just like a marriage. You know, you can you could be 20, 30, 40, 50 years old. You could be single with no kids, but if you don't think it's right for you to get married, 
don't get married. If you don't think it's right for you to not have kids, don't have kids. When it's your time to get married or your time to have kids and you feel it's right, then it's the right time. No matter what people are telling you, like, hey, whoa, when are you guys going to get married? Or, wow, when are you going to have kids? Or, wow, you know, uh, when are you going to be buying a house? Everybody else is buying a house. Uh, why are you just renting? Uh, you know, it's a big guilt trip. And, you know, don't don't fall for it. So, like I said, um, you know, hopefully I laid this out about the big lie, the deceit, the unethical behavior that's happening in real estate now because of the fact that um, people just um, just don't want to buy a house and, you know, they get kind of, you know, they get kind of like ridiculed, like you don't want to buy a house now, boy, everybody else is a good time to buy um, and they just kind of pretty much you know say this uh and mostly it's becoming from the real estate industry so folks if you're thinking about selling your home if you're thinking about buying a home or if you're a real estate agent in the real estate industry and uh you earn your living come on guys you know get real be honest uh you know if you can't make in real estate get a second job and still you know, become a real estate agent. But, um, you know, there's a lot of jobs out there that you can live on and you don't have to mislead people just to get a commission check. So guys, hopefully you enjoyed this. And like I said, nobody's really mentioning this. They say that, oh, the housing market's going down. It's, uh, you know, we're going to have a lot of foreclosures, uh, blah, blah, blah. But they don't really lay it out like the way I laid about why it's, you shouldn't be buying a house or why you shouldn't be selling your home and so on. And I think once, like I said, once we get into the fall and winter, you're going to see the housing drop. And I, I've just seen it, like I said, in the past year drop sometimes, geez, fifty, seventy-five thousand dollars $75,000 just since January. But they're still overpriced. Uh, and like I said, people are buying homes, but they're just... You know, they're just getting misled by these real estate people and uh, what they hear in the media. And I'll tell you, they're going to be just one of the 80% that regret it in the next, you know, five to seven, eight months when they see their house depreciate another $100,000 by the end of next year. Uh, and then they say, wow, uh, what were we thinking? And then they stop blaming. Everybody's a victim. Oh, we got lied to. Everybody told us, you know, it was a great time to buy. Our real estate agent said it was great buy time. We all got lied to, blah, blah, blah. No, you guys did it on your own. You don't want to look like, you know, you just made a bad mistake. So you blame it on everybody else except you. And like I said, I'm just trying to prevent you guys out there from making a bad mistake selling or buying a home. So thank you very much for listening to me. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, Think about what I had to say. Share this with friends, neighbors, relatives, and acquaintances. And hopefully I will uh, talk to you in the future. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show, Real Estate for the Common Man. Please follow us or subscribe. 
Tell your friends, neighbors, relatives, and coworkers about us. We're on all your major podcast apps, Amazon, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and iTunes. If you can't remember all that, just Google it, or have your friends Google real estate for the common man and it will come up. Again, we thank you very much for your time and hopefully, you enjoyed the show. Hey, if you live in Colorado Springs and want to buy or sell a home, you can look us up at soldrealestatecompany.com as in I sold a home. Again, thank you very much. Have a very good week and we'll see you next Monday. Bye for now.